Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I'm excited for this week's topic of discussion uh, because it can be a really scary topic until you get past the fear and break the toxic cycle and learn to ask for what you want. So today, our entire episode is the art of asking for what you want. Let's dive right in. Hey everyone, welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life and business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. Okay, so, asking for what you want. It seems so simple to just ask for what you want, but it's really hard for a lot of people, and I think even more specifically a lot of women, because... At least a lot of women in my generation were raised with the belief that we are responsible for serving other people first um, and that we are responsible for taking care of other people, for give, 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 make sure everyone's okay first and put ourselves second. So oftentimes asking for what we want became really tough or it became almost offensive Like, how dare you ask for what you want before I have or before you've given to other people? Um, And it's the simple mindset of, you know, in like a patriarchal society, the idea that like women like housewives or stay-at-home moms are supposed to serve their husband's dinner and serve the kids before they get to eat and uh, make sure that everyone's eating before you get to sustain yourself. Make sure that everyone's taken care of before you can relax. And uh, I was raised very much in a home that was like that. It wasn't uh, like a demeaning necessarily. It wasn't like my dad was like, have dinner on the table. It was just an understanding. They grew up in these roles and they grew up to fill these roles where my mom stayed home. She made dinner. She had it on the table. Like my dad came home. He took off his work boots. He sat down, had a beer and dinner was ready. And that was just the way that it was. So that was the example that I saw. And... If that works for you and there's respect for you in that in that situation, more power to you. But when it becomes a detriment to your ability to ask for what you need or want, it, I have a problem with it. So if you struggle to ask for what you want as an adult now, you likely tried to ask for it when you were little and were maybe dismissed or told you weren't allowed to ask for that or, or were ignored. So for me, probably the most um, bold example of this that I experienced when I was a teenager, I, I started to have really bad body pain, really bad. I'm talking, and I was an athlete, like a very dedicated athlete. And I'm talking like knee pain, joint pain, I was 16, 15 years old, crying myself to sleep. And I have a pretty high tolerance for pain. And I was crying myself to sleep because everything hurt. 
everything. I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. I would stretch. I would, you know, I did all the things and it still hurt. So my mom took me to the doctor. They tested me for rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and I guess a few other things. And everything came back normal. So they said, it's growing pains. You're fine. Take some Advil. And so I, I, you know, I had that and they kind of dismissed any, any sense that there was something wrong, that this wasn't normal. And so I complained again and my, and you know, I was told by my mom, Hey, the doctor said, you're fine. Here's some Advil. That is the solution to the problem. You are done asking. So from that, I learned to stop asking. I learned also to stop telling people things. I stopped telling people that I was in pain. I stopped and my pain only got worse and worse and worse. So as I was, you know, 22, 23 years old, bartending, working 10, 12 hour shifts as a bartender manager, I am writhing in pain. But nobody ever knew because I was I learned to put on a good face. I learned to put on a facade. I learned that if I complained, it got me nowhere. So I shut the fuck up and I did what I was supposed to do and I just dealt with it. And that I accepted that as the way that my life was supposed to be. This is what I was given. So this is how it's supposed to be. Um, I'm going to tell you that's bullshit for one, for <laughs> just to be very clear. Um, especially now, I've, I know so much more about advocating for yourself and learning. And obviously, it's a very different time. This was 20 years ago. You know, we didn't have the resources that we have now and things like that. But um, what I took from that is that I wasn't allowed to ask for what I wanted. I wasn't allowed to ask for help or to ask for what I needed because it wasn't important enough to get addressed. And this can happen in so many ways in, in childhood. And it's so easy for that to become the status quo. And it was so easy for me as a kid to just stop talking about it. So everyone thought it just went away. That was it. And so I, I actively now keep these lines of communication open with my kids because I don't want them to get into that place where here they are 20 years later, finally getting diagnosed with fibromyalgia, finally having answers or a path on how to heal and things like that. So what this episode is about is breaking the toxic cycle that prevents us from asking for what we want and understanding the art of asking for what we want. So step one is you have to realize that you deserve to expect the things you want. Um, I'm going to read something to you guys that my therapist gave me. This is the Personal Bill of Rights by an unknown author. I have the right to ask for what I want. I have the right to say no to requests or demands I cannot meet. I have the right to express all of my feelings, positive or negative. I have the right to change my mind. I have the right to make mistakes and not have to be perfect. I have the right to follow my own values and standards. I have the right to say no to anything when I feel I am not ready, it is unsafe, or it violates my values. I have the right to determine my own priorities. I have the right not to be responsible for others' behaviors, actions, feelings, or problems. I have the right to expect honesty from others. I have the right to be angry at someone I love. I have the right to be uniquely myself. I have the right to feel scared and say I'm afraid. I have the right to say I don't know. I have the right not to give excuses or reasons for my behavior. 
I have the right to make decisions based on my feelings. I have the right to my own needs for personal space and time. I have the right to be playful and frivolous. I have the right to be healthier than those around me. Holy shit, does that one hit. Um, I have the right to be in a non-abusive environment. I have the right to make friends and be comfortable around people. I have the right to change and grow. I have the right to have my needs and wants respected by others. I have the right to be treated with dignity and respect. I have the right to be happy. So the first time I read this, like I said, I just started crying because my therapist had me read it out loud. (laughs) Of course. Um, But I just love that on recording day, she gave it to me again because we're talking about asking for what you want. And literally the first line of this personal bill of rights says, I have the right to ask for what I want. So that is step one. Not only do you have the right, but you deserve to ask for what you want. You deserve to get the things that you want. You deserve to be happy. And asking for what you want is a step in finding your happiness by getting the things that you want. And whether those things are little and seemingly frivolous or they're big things, whether it's I want alone time or I want respect or I want um, body autonomy, whatever it is, you have the right and you deserve to ask for it. Second, get clear on what it is that you want. So one, you know that you deserve to ask for it. I get to ask. I deserve to ask for it. I have the right to. But what are you asking for? So get really clear on what it is that you want. And when we, um, I, I deep dive into manifesting and I haven't really done a, a episode about it yet because I feel like I'm very much still a student of manifesting. So I'm experiencing it first before I really kind of share it. But I do read a lot about manifesting And manifesting is asking the universe for what you want. But the big important thing about manifesting is releasing the the how, releasing control of how how it gets there. So get super clear on what you want and release the control over how you get what you want. So in manifesting, or if you read any of Gabby Bernstein's stuff, what she says is it's this or something better. I want this or something better because oftentimes what when you are manifesting or when you're asking for what you want or going for what you want, we kind of put blinders on and we see our one way of getting it. Our closed circuit, small minded, human, small minded way of seeing things is to go only from point A to point B. And sometimes the universe provides us a different pathway to get where we want or a pathway to get somewhere better that we didn't even know what we wanted it. But um The other part of getting clear on what you want is, is it what you want or is it what you've been told to want? Is it what you're supposed to want? So when you're pursuing a career goal, is it because like, is it because you want to be that or is it because it's a family tradition or your parents expect you to be that? Um, If you're having kids because you're a woman, do you, do you want kids or do you, I mean, are you having kids because you're supposed to have kids or are you having kids because you want kids? You get to say that doesn't work for me. You get to say, I don't want kids. It's okay. Um, So first is knowing that you deserve to ask for what you want. Second is knowing what you want to ask for. Third is finding the right words. And it's so funny because people think, at least in my experience, 
I'm so quick to to speak. I, I love talking. I love conversation. I love diving into communication with people and, and getting in community with people and, you know, having this exchange of ideas. I love all of that. But when we talk about like when if you're in a practice of developing a mantra, your words are very powerful. And I talk about that in this podcast, too. Like words are powerful. So choose them with intention. Know exactly what you want to ask for and then really dive into the words that you're going to use when you ask for it, whether it's asking your boss for a raise. Sit down and spend time, 30 minutes, an hour, however long it takes to pick and choose the words that are going to have the proper impact that line up with what you're asking for and why you're asking for this thing. And a big thing, if you're asking for something from another person, this is something I learned and this is just like a little tidbit, but so often we assume that just because we're in the place to talk about something, that everyone else is ready to talk about it too. And so this is something my partner and I, we've worked on over the last couple of years. Um, and I've mentioned this before. She wakes up out of bed, ready to tackle the day, rolls out of bed, bright eyed and bushy tailed. I need time. I, d- I don't have big conversations in the morning because I am not prepared. <laughs> so one thing that I've told her, I said, what you what you need to do and what I do for you is if you have something big you want to talk about, come to me and say, hey, I'd like to talk about something big. Is this a good time for you? If not, when is a good time for you? Because especially if you're trying to ask for something maybe in a professional setting or something that you want that is kind of at the mercy of someone else, let's let's tip all the scales in my direction. Go to that person and say, hey, I'd love to have a conversation with you. When is a good time for you to talk? Because one, you want their full focus. And two, you want to talk to them at a moment where they are most likely to be receptive to what you're about to say. And then you can sit there and with confidence, that's another key, with confidence, say the words that you so lovingly constructed into a question and ask for what you want. So whether that means, um, you know, if I say to my partner, hey, I'm really struggling in my personal growth right now. I'm going through it. I'm, I'm diving into some of the trauma. And I've realized that what I need in this moment is I need 10 minutes a day of alone time in our room where no one's in there and including you. So what time of the day, like it would be best for me in the mornings, but hey, what, you know, how can we figure this out together? If I approach it in that way and and give my why and say, I need this because this, chances are she's going to come back and say, oh, that's, I mean, sure, I'd love to support you in that. How, let's figure out maybe, maybe every afternoon or before dinner, or every night, whatever. So make sure to get really clear on using the right words. Make sure that you're respecting the person's time that you're asking for too. If you're asking for something, say, hey, Let's find a time that works for both of us and make sure to ask with confidence, the confidence that you deserve to ask for these things. Um, Last one, and this is another concept from uh, manifesting, is to take inspired action. So um, when people talk about manifesting and the law of attraction and things like that, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you already are. You attract what you're already doing, what you're already embodying. So you attract more of what you are. So if you're sitting there saying, I am asking for alone time every single day, okay, uh, whether it's in your schedule or whatever, 
um, start to exist in that alone time, whether that means, okay, I'm going to wake up 30 minutes early and get that alone time. And then maybe we can adjust it to a different part of the day that works better. Take inspired action towards the thing that you're asking for. If it's in a, if it's in a work environment, start to take steps within your uh, professional position that play into you already having that. If you're asking for a raise, choose the words that express why you are already providing the value of that raise and embody that when you go to ask for that raise. So the four steps are to realize that you have the right and deserve to ask for what you want. Second, get clear on what you want. Third, find the right words to ask for it. Ask with confidence. And fourth, take inspired action. These steps can really boost the vibrance of your life. Because when you start to get the things that you want, you start to wonder, oh, what else could I get for myself? What else could I create for myself? What else can I do and accomplish when I start to ask for the things that I want and need? I mean, when I started to ask for the little things that I needed to prioritize myself, I became a better parent. I became a better partner. I loved myself so much more, all because I sat there and I said, you know what? I decide I've deserved to ask for things for myself. I deserve to ask for what I want and what I need. And in doing so, you learn to put yourself first. And when you put yourself first, you become a better version of a parent, a better version of a daughter, a friend, a coworker, whatever, because you're investing in yourself and you deserve to. So I hope these steps steps really kind of explained the art of asking for what you want. And I hope that you guys can take this and apply it in your lives and, and start to gain that momentum of personal growth in investing in yourself because you deserve to. If this episode connected with you or if you think there's someone that deserves to hear it, please share it or um, post it on social, tag me on Instagram at Owning Your Authenticity. Feel free to DM me with questions or um, even to work through like the words and and things like that. I love having those conversations. So connect with me on Instagram. That's where I'm I'm most active. And feel free to, if you love the podcast, please go on Apple Podcasts and give us a great rating. It really helps me to boost the visibility of the show to try and help more people and to help make more. So I love you guys and we will see you next week.